Hello, and welcome to the Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is John Suter of CFC. Have you heard about the new pipeline that needs to be built yesterday? This is the pipeline for talent with regard to engineers needed to fill jobs at semiconductor plants. If you know someone or have a child that likes math, you should be figuring out a way to make sure they know that engineering is cool. You see, the U.S. has a desperate shortage of engineers. As we've all found out the hard way, computer chips are the brains that power all modern electronics, from smartphones to fighter jets. The United States used to build a lot of them, roughly speaking 12% of the world's supply, but now largely depends on Asian manufacturers. The Biden administration sees the reliance as a major economic and national security risk, and therefore hefty new government subsidies aimed at reshoring manufacturing are sparking a construction boom of new chip factories, such as Intel's two massive chip factories that just broke ground in Ohio and will employ 3,000 people. However, a dire shortage of engineers may threaten to either slow or prevent a future project from happening. By some estimates, the United States needs at least 50,000 new semiconductor engineers over the next five years to staff all the new factories and research labs that companies have said they are planned to build with subsidies from the Chips and Science Act. Unfortunately, the need far exceeds current graduation rates nationwide, according to the leading colleges. Additionally, legions of engineers in other specialties will also be needed to deliver on other White House priorities, including the retooling of auto manufacturing for electric vehicles and the production of technology aimed at reducing U.S. dependence on fossil fuels. So many cooperators may have to worry about those types of companies plucking good employees with engineering degrees or engineering skills because of the shortage if it's not already happening now. The good news is that the CHIPS Act includes $200 million for worker training. Furthermore, Intel and National Science Foundation also recently announced an effort, as have a number of universities and industry associations, for further training programs from GEDs to PhDs that will benefit workers to strengthen our global competitiveness. Actually, engineer shortages have long plagued the U.S. tech sector, with Google, Apple, and others complaining that immigration restrictions make it difficult to find employees. But it's no surprise that the U.S. is caught in a pinch as the semiconductor industry began offshoring chip manufacturing this most recent decade. As more production migrated to Asia, fewer U.S. students studied semiconductor engineering. Go figure. It's all about job demand. At the same time, the rise of social media and other software-focused companies shift more students to those sectors, where starting salaries were often higher in the chip business. Money usually has an upper hand when making career decisions. Lastly, if you need more of a sell, in case you're wondering, engineers in the United States have long enjoyed unemployment rates below those of other college grads, rates that are now hovering near all-time lows and soaring demand for their skills. Have you hugged your engineers lately? If you haven't, you might want to or sign them to a long-term contract. That's job security at its finest, and when trying to make a living in this competitive world, that's a great skill set to have now and into the future. That's it for today. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard.